Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Guys, what a game. It happens every time the Jazz play the Denver Nuggets. It seems to go crazy. This is the Hoopsner postgame show. Okay, every time the Jazz play the Nuggets, I get a heart attack. It's an incredible game for people who aren't rooting for one of the Jazz or the Nuggets. Because if you're a Jazz or Nuggets fan, it's it's craziness. It's anxiety every single possession. It's the reason why the Jazz Nuggets playoff series was so good. These teams match up in a really interesting way. You've got offensive Jokic, defensive Gobert, you've got Murray Mitchell, you've got role players outside of them. Mike Conley looked really nice tonight and uh, some other things for, you know, Jazz Nuggets, but uh, we'll start talking about the Nuggets for uh, to start. The Nuggets did not play tonight with uh, Michael Porter Jr. Uh, he was out tonight. I believe it's for COVID reasons. I'm not totally sure, but I believe that's what it is. Uh, the Nuggets are an offensive juggernaut. I believe they're one of the top offensive teams in the league, uh, if not the top offensive team in the league, although defensively I'm not quite sure. And we all know the reason is uh, Nikola Jokic is just having a monster season. I think it's his best season he's had all year. Tonight he was 60% from the field, being guarded by Rudy Gobert, uh, 50% from three, 14 rebounds, 9 assists. He just puts up incredible numbers. 35 points. Unbelievable. He's just an offensive monster. There are things he's able to do that Rudy just can't stop. It's basically that little mid-range jumper of his. It's like a 6 to 8 foot jumper he does that he has he's you know, he's 7 foot tall. He has that just catapult high release and he's just automatic. And, you know, Rudy Gobert has got to figure out a way to guard that because he just has that every time he wants when Rudy's guarding him in the post. Rudy guards him well when he tries to make post moves on him. But Jokic has just learned like, hey, I can just get this little jumper and I make it every time. So that's what I'm going to do. And that's what Jokic did. Rudy's got to get up in in Jokic's jersey or it's just going to just continue to happen. But just these numbers he puts up are just bonkers. 50% from three. I mean, when, when Jokic is putting up those numbers, it's insane. Uh, so you just got to give credit to Jokic. He is a you know MVP candidate every year now, at least top five MVP MVP candidate. I don't know if he'll win MVP, but he's definitely going to get votes and deservedly so. I think he's been amazing. Uh, the Nuggets also have Jamal Murray, who looks like he was playing in the first half, looked like uh, playoff Jamal Murray against the Jazz. Second half, not so much. But the first half, it was just like insane shooting again from him. He was just a monster and then the second half the Jazz figured it out and really I think the guy that really helped change it is Mieoni came in and he started guarding uh, Jamal Murray and he did a great job uh, Gobert had one nice block on him so he started avoiding Gobert a little bit and that's just the Gobert effect I mean when Gro- when Gobert's on the floor it's not just like who his matchup is like Nikola Jokic you've got to look at what he's doing to everyone else and you'll see those sh- stuff he the stuff he did against Jamal Murray who played 42 minutes tonight by the way that's a lot of numbers in such a shortened season season but Gobert's effect on so many of these players is why he's so good 
It's it's kind of like why Jokic is so good on offense. It's not just his like you know shooting and and ability to get in the post and his three point shooting. It's that he involves everyone else. Well, Gobert is a lot like that on the defensive end. It's not just his matchup that he guards. And Jokic is a tough matchup for him. Jokic has really figured some things out with Rudy, but it's that Rudy guards him and then impacts everyone else. He's able to guard two players at the same time, typically around the rim. He guards the pick and roll really well. He recovers from the three-point line and comes back. You can isolate Rudy on almost anyone. Honestly, there, I, I actually don't think there isn't anyone that Rudy Gobert can't guard because he's so big and he recovers and because he's so long, he can still block shots on people going to the rim. He really is the defensive player of the year this year. Absolutely. You know, despite a night like this from Jokic, Rudy, I actually felt like it did a good job tonight. He had big block shots, rebounds, and made some big plays on the other end. Uh, that's a lot of what I got to say about the the Nuggets. Uh, Gary Harris uh, had a not, not a great night, but he was the one who guarded Mitchell so well in the playoffs and really was the reason, you know, along with Jeremy Grant, who feels like a big loss to me for, for the Nuggets. Uh, but but Gary Harris's defense was pretty good tonight. It felt like it. He was a big reason why R- Mitchell struggled, but his offense wasn't good enough. Two for eleven, two for seven from three. But I guess if you're the Nuggets and you can make Mitchell struggle like he did tonight, and Mitchell struggled, you'll take it. Uh, so let's talk about the Jazz a little bit. We already have a little. Uh, Boyan Bogdanovich is the most it like up and down. He'll make threes now, which is good to see. He was actually five for nine from three. So for all the the you know. The hand wringing and sweating and stuff we do with the four turnovers from from Bogdanovich, which were terrible. He really just should not be dribbling the ball very much. Uh, he did go five for nine from three and six for thirteen from the field. You know, although that's only one two point shot he made. So maybe Bogdanovich needs to just really focus on that three point shot and cutting to the rim and and just not dribbling the ball. These isolations with Bogdanovich are just not working. But you know what you'll take from Bogdanovich? Three assists. He is moving the ball. And if he's at least moving the ball, that's something. Uh, Royce O'Neal tonight was pretty solid, although the numbers won't show it. I actually felt like he was uh, – he made those big free throws at the end, and he really moves the ball. Like that play where Mitchell shot it, Rudy Gobert rebounds it, and then passes it to Mitchell for that big dunk at the end. That doesn't happen if Royce O'Neal doesn't penetrate and kick the ball out to, to Donovan Mitchell for a corner three. He's just becoming a nice playmaker that moves the ball on offense. And I know he struggles to guard uh, Jamal Murray. He just does, and that's why Oni is someone we need to start thinking about playing more. But he really has become a really nice piece in that Jazz offense that moves the ball. Um, Donovan Mitchell tonight, 7 for 20 from the field, 0 for 7 from 3, 18 points because he went to the line four times, made them all, uh, minus 6. The fact he was able to put at 18 points, 18 points on 20 shots, not a good night for Mitchell. He could not hit a shot from 3 at least. And he made some big buckets at the end that kind of made up for it. Those buckets at the end were were huge. The dunk, he had a floater and and I think he made one other, I can't remember, but Mitchell was great at the end, but man, the four turnovers from Mitchell were just so rough. So rough. Uh he did have seven assists though. And that's a reason why he was helping the, t- the team. Uh, but man, rough shooting night for Mitchell. The nice thing is that on rough shooting, rough shooting nights like tonight, Mitchell is doing things like seven assists and two blocks, one steal. I feel like his intensity was a little better tonight on defense. A little bit. Three rebounds you'll, you know, you'll take. Mike Conley had a monster first half and he cooled off in the second. Uh, two for seven from three. So just kind of a standard night from Mike Conley. But he was, he was really great in the first half and a big reason why the Jazz stayed in this. Because Mitchell struggled so much, guys, in that first half. And for much of the second, just really struggled. 
really struggled. And so you got to give credit to Gary Harris, who really has learned how to guard Donovan Mitchell. Uh, Rudy Gobert deserves all the credit in the world. He was fantastic tonight. 13 rebounds, 15 points, uh, two blocks. Some of those were huge. That Murray block was huge. Uh, a plus eight for Rudy Gobert in a close game. So Rudy Gobert is just dominant. He's worth the money when he's playing like this. And he was hitting his free throws tonight. Uh, seven for 13. It's not as good as you'd like. He needs to make a, a couple more than that. But you'll take it at this point with his struggles. So Rudy Gobert was was fantastic tonight. And the free throw shooting looks like it's starting to get a little better. Uh, finally, Jordan Clarkson, as always, sixth man of the year. Fantastic stuff from Jordan Clarkson. His shooting has been amazing this year. 69% from the field. Nice. And then 50% from three. Unbelievable for 23 points. That offense is why the Jazz were in this game. His ability to score is just so potent for Utah. And then finally, I think the Jazz really learned something tonight. Mieoni was a plus seven. A plus seven. He was zero for zero from the field. He shot the ball zero times. He had two rebounds. And that was it. And I felt like he had a big impact on this game. He has a chance to be a really nice defensive substitute that can really go in and make some plays. Because when he was on the floor, he was guarding well. That's a big stat, guys. Plus seven for Mieoni. Oh, and also the Nyang train. The minivan. Monster night from George Nyang. Huge night. The Jazz don't win without George Nyang tonight. Four for six from the field. Two for three from three. Three rebounds. He had that huge and one on Jokic. 11 points. Plus, let's see. Plus eight for George Niang. So nice. So big. You have to give George Niang credit because he gets a lot of crap online. There's a lot of people that, for whatever reason, they decide that he's the one they want to take their anger out on. And he's been really nice this year. His defense has also improved as well. He had a nice uh, post defense. Uh, like he had a possession where he stopped the Nuggets from scoring. Uh, and his so his post defense has been pretty good. His defense has just been better overall. So shout out to George Niang, who's become really, really nice bench player for the Jazz. Uh, and it's just no surprise when you have Derek Favors playing center and Jordan Clarkson shooting the ball. Who knew that that's an improvement over Ed Davis or Tony Bradley and freaking Emmanuel Moutier? Who knew that George Niang would play better with those guys? Who knew? I, actually, I knew. I told you. We all knew. If you're a fan of the Hoopsner show, you knew this. And SLC Dunk. You knew these things. Stop listening to weird radio, guys. All right, guys. That's all I got to say. Nice night for the Jazz. Always fun to play the Nuggets. Make sure you like and subscribe to this channel. I will talk to you later.